0: guilty on all charges. Second degree manslaughter. Third degree murder. Second degree murder. Is this what was expected? Is this what the city of Minneapolis expected? Were they prepared for this to be the case and were they hoping this would be the case so it would lead to the possibility of less rioting? Did they come to this decision so that these jurors wouldn't themselves... Be attacked. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Let me bring in uh, John Justice. He of the Justice and Drew show. Twin Cities a News Talk there in Minneapolis. You know, we have spoken about some of the riots that you have dealt with. What has been going on in this trial. What's been taking place in Brooklyn Center uh, in, in the uh, shooting death of Dante Wright, who was resisting arrest, got shot by an officer when and they thought they were using a taser. But first, let's start with this verdict. Guilty on all three charges, what were you expecting? What was Minneapolis expecting, and what has been the reaction? This
1: has been such a learning experience, at least for me personally. Um, My expectation was at least one of the charges. Uh, I was expecting at a bare minimum the manslaughter charge. If either the second or – if there was going to be a second or a third, I figured if they got one, they were probably going to get, going to get all of them. Um, you know, as far as what everybody else thought, that was kind of the, con, the consensus. Um, that being said, I, I wasn't I – was, I think I was most surprised at how quickly the jury came back. However, when we got word yesterday that they had reached a verdict – the general consensus and my feeling was that he would be guilty on on all the charges. Um, I, I will say, and, and I know we got a lot of ground to cover. Just living here in in, in the Twin Cities, doing you know a, a talk show here in the Twin Cities, I, I was so relieved, Tony, to wake up this morning and when my alarm went off at two thirty to click on the news and to just see the same headline of Derek Chauvin guilty on all charges, and there wasn't any in any, any rioting last night that was that was a that was a sigh of relief i, I cannot i cannot even tell you
0: so I, and i think a lot of people felt that way and expected These businesses did board up and they brought in national guard units but having uh, all three charges being found guilty you're left wondering if they had just said third degree murder and second degree manslaughter if there would have been Rioting. So the, the question is, is there a feeling that as you saw all those people gathered around the courthouse, uh, you heard uh, what it is that Maxine Waters, Representative Waters, said in coming to the city, and I wonder if the city thought she was instigating a, a riot. Uh, you heard uh, Kamala Harris, the vice president, President Biden. Is there a feeling that they kind of messed with the jury and we're about to see a whole second wave of ugliness on appeal? Well, you
1: know, it's it's interesting because I, I'm of the opinion that if there had been a not guilty on any of those charges – so I'll kind of break down, break down your questions here. If there had been a not guilty on any one of those charges, I do believe we would have seen some violence taking place. Looking at the crowd and the coverage of the crowd, there were – Large groups of people with you know individuals on microphones that were you know yelling for justice that wanted to to, to see all the charges right they wanted to see a guilty verdict but were prepared to you know to, to to do damage and there were interviews with people preparing preparing damage so I think if there had been a not guilty on any of them there certainly would have been the appeal aspect of it will be will be interesting I I'm currently of the opinion that. The appeal part of this will not garner as much attention. Um, We do have the sentencing in eight weeks. The appeal will take longer um, if, and I think it's very possible, not only Maxine Waters' comments, but also the president's comments while the jury is still in deliberations. I agree with the assessment that, you know, yes, the jury's in sequestration, but the judge himself said he wished that politicians would stay out of it. We know that even if a jury's in sequestration, you know, even if they're sequestered, there's still a big possibility that they could be hearing what's happening on the outside. And to have President Biden go and make a comment in the middle of jury deliberations, I think, was incredibly reckless. And I do believe that that could really benefit uh, Eric Nelson, the defense lawyer, when it comes to appeal of Chauvin that being said, I don't think there'll be as much attention drawn to it and certainly not as much attention if Maxine Waters' comments or the president's comments or any other, you know, our, our, our governor's comments come into play. I think the media will definitely downplay, downplay that.
0: Talking to John Justice, the Justice and Drew show, uh, Twin City News Talk, AM 1130 out there in Minneapolis. Give me a sense of how exhausted or how invigorated the people of Minneapolis are, having dealt with this for the past year, on top of COVID, and as of late, what took place not too far away in Brooklyn Center.
1: I think we're exhausted. Uh, I, that's that's. I, I the know way that you was said our that, kind like this morning, you know, I, 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 there was a sense of relief and. And again, I can kind of only speak for myself and kind of the gauge off the audience. But I know for me driving in this morning, I felt like a page had been turned. Um and even though it was midweek, I was just like, man, that's been it's been a long road. I I feel like we're I feel like getting this verdict, you know, and this trial out of the way was the first step in sort of moving forward from all of these different things. I mean, for example, and I'll keep it brief. For example, like our governor here, Governor Tim Walls, you know, he's still clinging to his peacetime emergency powers. He still has his, his you know, he still has the unilateral decision making over the COVID powers. Well, behind closed doors, we all know that he's been clinging to those because it also has assisted him in calling up security for the Chauvin trial. So that's gone now. The Minnesota attorney general has been using his office to go after businesses because they weren't abiding by COVID rules. And now that the governor will probably have to relinquish those powers in the next 30 days, that power will go away. And so I feel like this was a step to again a sigh of relief we're all tired but maybe we can get a sense of normalcy for as normal as it can be under our current leadership you know in washington
0: yeah because you've got the attorney general merrick garland uh saying that there's now going to be an investigation into the police department if you're talk to me about i mean i've known you for for a while and certainly known your radio stuff for longer than that you You talk to cops. I'm sure you're aware of where they're at. What are they saying to you privately or what are you hearing privately Uh, with especially this third part? The attorney general, the Justice Department, they're now going to investigate a pattern or practice of unconstitutional or unlawful policing. Give me a break. (laughs) We ended the show. Drew
1: points to the screen behind my head. The mics had just turned off, and I see Merrick Garland up there talking about what you just said. And you know what? If they want to go and investigate the Minneapolis Police Department, then why don't they go and look at the leadership that's been in power, you know, the left that's been in power for some 65 years, that if there is a problem in the Minneapolis Police Department, it ain't the cops. It's the individuals who have been, you know, crafting the rules, who have been crafting the enforcement rules and have been doing the hiring. That's who should be looked at. But, of course, that's not what's going to happen, is it? What's going to happen is they're going to examine the brave men and women that are out on the street that get no respect. From our leadership, our own city council has been screaming for a year of defunding them. They're down in cops. They're tired. They're fatigued. There's no excuse for what Derek Chauvin did. Don't misunderstand. He's going to pay his time now. Justice has been served. But there are hundreds of good and brave men and women on that police force that still decide every single day, To deal with the autonomous zone and the skyrocketing crime and carjackings. and And Merrick Garland's going to investigate them. No, man, go and investigate the leadership. That's the problem.
0: That's John Justice, the Justice and Drew show. You can follow him on the Twitter box. See uh, something to use Twitter for, for powers of good, at John Justice, J-O-N-J-U-S-T-I-C-E. John, listen, man, I appreciate you coming on. Always a pleasure, and I look forward to catching up with you soon. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz.